rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast to crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling, I'm feeling life. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year, drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. All right, let's go, man. We'll, we'll be back at it. Hello, world. It's another episode of Model Talks, baby. The safe place for keeping it play where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. It's episode 101. We're back oh, at it new season. Huh? It's a new season. It's a new season. We should have some more cohesiveness of when the season stops, but whatever. Season three, baby. We're back stop. at it again. <laughs> uh, back on Zoom. We'll be back in person again. Uh, but, you know, we took a week off, you know what I'm saying, uh, from our 100 episode to let the, 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 the body recharge, let our minds recharge, let our creativity recharge. We'll be back at it, man. So how you been, Terry? That's what I did. Um, <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Tired. I had a couple of days off. I ain't work. Uh, I ain't work on Friday, so I was off for like Friday till. So you know, going back to work after that, you know, that long weekend. That's how I feel right now. Mm. Yeah. I mean, how was it, man? You know, you go back to everybody was like, "Hey, man, I missed you." They always go, oh, what'd you do with your week? I'm like, nigga, none of your business. Don't be asking me what I did. And then, bro, when they, some, I hate when niggas try to count your days. It's like, oh, yeah, you had to help. I'm like, bro, don't, don't, don't count my days, bro. I wasn't here. I know you knew I wasn't here because it's not like we got a big, uh, my location. It's not like there's a lot of people, but it's like, bro, just, I don't like you clocking me, bro. Like, don't clock me. That's the one, that's a, that's a good thing about working from home right now is that, you you're off and you just come back and no one no one you just back online again like no one really goes out the way to chat you mm-hmm. and say hey man how's your weekend true and, uh, you get out of that awkwardness of having to explain you know to uh to what you did but i do miss the camaraderie of the office sometimes you know what i'm saying yeah you know ch- chopping it say, what you said, man it's cool because i'm tired it's me and this other girl the youngest people there so we both 29 and um, I don't know. They looked at me because I'm the only. I'm like the young dude. So they and I and I'll be having stories. I'll be coming back with weekend stories, like I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I guess sometimes I guess I they become accustomed to my stories. Oh, what'd you get into over the weekend? Or what'd you do? Because when I think about it, none of these motherfuckers travel. Like they don't do nothing. I'll be like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So they well, don't. Yeah, you see that, man. Some people really do have like stagnant lives. Like you know, they go home. They got kids, yeah. They come back to work, and so they don't got the you know, they can't just hit the bar and turn it up, you know what I'm saying? At you know, because they have real responsibilities, but ain't nobody make you let that nigga come in you. And I'm just listen, I, I live, I've been very and in, in parts of my life, I have not been very intentional, but in other parts of my life, I have been intentional. I like my freedom, I like. I like not having kids. I like 
know what I'm saying? The only person I really got to take care of is myself. Yeah. And then I can I can enjoy my youth. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. But I'm like to go nowhere. I'm talking about like people know vacations. Like you go on vacation, but you stay in Richmond. Like you take you take two weeks off, but you don't go nowhere. Um, you know, we I would think if we look at financial. I look at financial. You're right. You're right. Because these people, they do have children. But I'm like, that's not a life to me. But yeah, that's I like, would go. I would go like somewhere, bro. If you take two weeks not to live, leave the city, maybe take like a couple of days and go to the beach or something. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, that's I guess you, you sacrifice for your kids, especially when you got kids. You must sacrifice for your kids. But um, It is COVID, too. Like, so I would assume they can't be busting moves like well, this even is before that. COVID's been one year. I've been at this place for three, going on four years. Same type of vibe. That sucks. Because uh, that's, how, that's how people end up, you know, I'm about to go dark. Never mind. Say it. <laughs> that's how people end up shooting their families. Damn, that is dark. <laughs> yeah. Never, never. I don't know if they're going to shoot their families, but I do be watching people for, for workplace shootings because I'm like, yo, what do you do outside of here? You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, what, what do you, what you got? Like, I know they're interested in what I got going on, but I kind of divorce them. Some people, I'm like, I don't know what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't talk enough. But you know, those I, people, some people, those are people you need to watch out for. I've always been worried about somebody coming and shooting up the place. I, I'm always worried. But you need to befriend them so they can give you like a... But they really be weird. It's hard. Listen, it's easy for people to be like, yeah, befriend the weird. No, it's not easy to talk. They're weird for a reason. I don't got nothing to talk to them about. Hmm. Oh, just befriend the school shooter. It's... Well, you, it's listen, I'm easy. not going to say... That's a hard thing. All right. Maybe let me take the back. Befriend. Maybe an acquaintance. Say hello to the nigga. What if the nigga don't say hello back? Keep saying hello. If you know, I say hello every morning. This motherfucker act like he don't hear me. Eventually, I'm be like, "Well, fuck you." I'm gonna walk past you and I say shit to you. Well, keep your eye out on him. Keep your eye out on him. I'm. I keep a close eye on this motherfucker. I keep a close eye. Anything off? But uh, how are how are you, man? How was how was your weekend? I was cool, man. You know, how was your listen. break. How was your yeah, whole my break? break? Break was good, you know. I had to recharge mentally. It's been busy, man. You know, got a couple, couple, a couple artists dropping. You know, Don Altay's dropping. You know, Cloud Envy's dropping. I got a Bang stuff is the Ali stuff is in the works. So even though I wasn't able to pod, man, I've still been busy. You know, uh, trying to create something off the ground. So you know, I enjoy it though. And then you know, it was a uh, Valentine's Day, so we're recording on Monday. So yesterday, yes, Sunday was. was Valentine's Day. So, you know, I, you know, I had a good time with my lady. She treated me like a king. You know, she uh made me a nice little in-house spa. Had my mm -hmm. first pedicure. I never had a pedicure before. So oh, you I, never? Never. So I now I know the allure of it. That shit had my feet feeling soft. Yeah, you feel like you're walking on air. Yeah, man. You know, uh had my feet lotion up, having gave me a little nice little uh, margarita. <laughs> face mask you know so i enjoyed it i enjoyed my uh my valentine's besides uh you know we went bowling and shit you know just to get out the house a little bit and you know life That's is good at the moment you know what i'm saying how was your valentine's day uh you know very down nice. the gram and shit say that again shutting down the gram and shit 
you know, fuck it, we gonna talk about it. Like, you know, this is like the public debut. Like I posted, I posted before on my story, got a little bit, but like, this was like, I've never posted a girl on my page. Yeah. You know I'm outside, outside of a, like, not a girl that I was seriously dealing with. So, you know, it was, it was cool to see, it was, it was cool to see a reaction. Um, you know, I didn't do it for the likes. You know, I really thought the picture was dope. So, um, you know, it was fun. Celebrate and then, you know, allow people to see some cool, a cool little, cool little image. But uh, all the, all the, it was, it, all in all, it was nice. Gifts were exchanged. Dinner was had. It was a good time. I see, I see you, you had the, uh, you've, uh, graduated from the fedora so now you got the full the full brunch that's that's a that's a real stetson oh okay you know what i'm saying and uh yeah man you know i'm i've, I've actually had to have for a while that's the first fit i've actually got the hat off with solidly uh-huh. and i will say this it's harder to shop because of covid because like i don't i could order like gear offline like adidas nike shit but ordering dress stuff offline pants sweaters like it's it's different like that's something i gotta go in store to do so you know i'm happy to say so you're saying when the spring times open up you fucking niggas up during brunch i'm saying like listen first of all i've never been like a bummy like i know how to dress it's really at this point in life this is about having bread to really do the the stupid fly shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, mm-hmm. keep it basic. I know how to look clean and all shit like that. But like, for real fly shit that people is gonna admire, like, be like, nigga, that shit's hard. You're dropping, dropping bread on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, whether it be, whether it be a, a, a designer shirt or pants or shoes, or just I'm just saying, like, because every obviously everything don't gotta be designer, but something throwing in a designer, it it helps with outfits. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? People, people like, oh, I got this Amiri thing on. Oh, I had this, you know what I'm saying? I had this Long Vaughn shit on. You know what I'm saying? It, it just brings, it, it gets the suckage higher. You high, like, oh, nigga, I seen, I seen you with the off-white. Blah, 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 and niggas is going to suck you. And bitches is going to suck oh. you. You know what I'm saying? I said back in the day, like, girls was fucking niggas because of their sneakers. Like, But they still are. Now it's like, oh, now it's the... Balenciaga or it's the what's the, I'm mean, we're not gonna say Balenciaga anymore because we just shitted on them too much. Now it's just the designer shoe. Chanel. Yeah, Chanel, yeah, Chanel Prada. Oh, know. Dior. You know, niggas love the Dior now. Yeah. So, but when it comes to dressing, like I've I have a I have taste, it's just I don't got the money all the time to match my taste. Okay, let's we should have a segment where you uh you style niggas. We have niggas oh. Listen, I, I have a very good eye. Like, if you watch the So Fly video, if you look at Ali, a.k.a. Mo Bang, in one of the Stop. scenes, in one of his best looks, he had, he, he had some shades on. Those are some shades that I happen to find at Sunglasses Hut. And it's a collaboration between uh, Post Malone and um, this, uh, what is the name of the, the company? I can't think of the name. Right. Matter of fact, they're not even paying us, so ain't no point. But yeah. it was a collab. And, I'm, and I just saw the glasses. I thought it was dope. Didn't know. I look at the glasses. Oh, shit. It's a collab with Post Malone and this, this brand. So, listen. I can get you together. Give me the budget. You might. You, listen. Speaking into existence, man. You might have a career on the side. 
Because a lot of niggas oh. need help. You know, a lot styling. of niggas need help. And listen, I might, I might need to, I might need to want to consult some of your artists because I've seen one of your artists and it's little things. Mm -hmm. that, like the, 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 the idea is there, but little things could throw off a look, especially when you're an artist, like a rapper or a carbon yeah. singer. You kind of, everything kind of got to be right. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? A little thing that catch your eye wrong, it'll fuck it all up. I definitely agree, man. We could talk about that, you know, um, because uh, what I need to, what I, as a manager, it's, even though I worry about the music, the look is just as important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, if I'm focused on getting their music out to other places, I could be slipping on, you know, how they present themselves to the world. And especially that's why artists have people to do that for them because bro, they spend all of their time. Listen, quiet, not quiet is kept. A lot of artists cannot dress. That's a fact. And you could tell when they dress themselves or when they were styled. Like I was on the baby's page today. The baby can't dress. I think I've said that pretty much. Uh, I've said that a while ago. And it's like, you could tell like he's not, he's dressing himself. You could tell he's dressing himself. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't nobody with like no flair and no actual, you know what I'm saying, put that on them. And but just talking about your artists, you being a manager, you need to have people to do that because it'd be one little thing like you have a a, a snapback or a, a or a pull strap hat and that shit is flapping weird. You know what I'm saying? Shit like yeah. Speaking to this, I might I might got some work for you down in the pipelines, brother. Oh, listen, you give you give me a but I could do it because like getting out there and actually shopping. I love shopping. What? Shopping is fun. It's we'll just talk, like when you we'll talk. We'll talk off. We'll talk. Listen, you're talking too much. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. <laughs> but let me say. Yes. So I went to the Gap. I love the Gap. Gap is a cool store. They got different shit. And what I do when I go in the store, I don't look at the price. At first, what I do is relax. <laughs> I just uh, grab, the listeners heard that. I just grab everything that I like. Okay. So if I'm looking for a shirt. I'll just be like, nigga, don't worry about the price. Just grab what you like. And then look, and then be like, okay, then 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 once you got everything you like, you, you start trying everything on, and then you look at the price, you be like, all right, well, nigga, this is out of the pocket. Nigga, I'm not going to do that. Doom. And then also, always go to the clearance rack. Pick from everywhere, but then identify where the clearance is at. Yeah. And then, and then once you identify that, then try to find something cool from there, at least two things from there, and then you can gauge it. And shit, the flyest shit might be the most expensive shit, and you might not be willing to spend that money, but then you'd be like, okay, well, this is the non-expensive thing, and it's doable. I'm going to get that. Because there ain't nothing like a thrifty player. Oh, for sure. Listen, frugal is the name of the game. You feel me? I'm wearing a $12.99 Target shirt right now. Target's the plug. So I listen, and I'm cool with the little nerdy bro. This shirt, I could, I'm wearing this shit to sleep. And then it's cool. I could, I could, I could be, I could be out in public with it like one or two times, and I only spent twelve dollars, bro. Six dollars every every time I go out. Boom. And then if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? You got the avatar. Yeah. Shout out to all the elements. You know what I'm saying? I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet recently. Uh, someone was like, "I'm in between. I'm in a stage of my life where I'm in between where where I'm at. Where they said, uh, fuck it." And I need to save. Mm. Fuck yeah. it, I got one life to live, or let me save this bread. I'm in between there. And that's a tough yeah. place to live because sometimes I do want to say fuck it and buy something that I probably will regret right yeah. after buying. Because you're like, fuck, I, I can't spend it when I'm dead. But mm. then 
You be then a week later, you're like, nigga, I'm still alive. <laughs> and I got well, I didn't die, my nigga. I needed that, I need that two hundred dollars for something right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, de- I'm definitely in that point in my life. Oh, and since we're talking about clothes, why well, I won the sneakers drone today. What'd you what uh for what? I got the Griffies. <laughs> oh, where shout out to, I saw the job, man. Shout out to congratulations to you, man. You won something on sneakers. I hit on sneakers. And bro, it's always when, like, I play just to play now. I feel like it's yes. like, oh, let's see if I get it. And of course, when I least expect to get it, of course I get it. So I mean, Griffey's- listen, I saw the Griffies. I was like, damn, man, like that's a flashback to that's a high school. I think yeah, they came out high school. They come out eleven, not eleven. But them shit, bro, I wanted them and I never got them. That's the flashback, boy. I saw them joints. And last, I, I I jumped on the app to get the Carmines. Oh. And I realized, I was like, yeah. Bro, bro, them shit, those are hard. Those are hard. But it's like winning on that shit, it's rigged, bro. It's rigged. It's rigged. I hit twice. I hit twice last year, like mm-hmm. in a week in a two-week span i thought i regretted it but i was like fuck it i i was in that i got one life to live phase so but just just to bring it you see how black people have made it such bro sneakers black people have pushed the sneaker game to where they pushed it period but also we're gonna take spanish people there but like hip-hop in general hip-hop culture black culture has pushed sneakers to where they pushed it and now it's so hard to get the fresh, like just as a regular bystander, like, oh shit, those are some, it's not like you can just go to the store and get a release. You can't, we talked about how the sneaker game is fucked up. It's just crazy. Well, this is why black people in general need a, need a cut on everything in this country. You know, Bro. just like how to joke, just how my man Franklin said, you know, I need a cut on, cut on everything you get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need a cut on everything in this country because there would be no sneaker app. There would be no sneaker game. There would be nothing without hip hop culture, without black people. You know what I'm saying? Black, bro. Why do white kids want these shoes? Because black people were wearing them and they said they were cool. Fuck you, shoe you just got? Who who shoe is it? Ken Griffey Jr. A black man. Every other a... drop, Jordan, Michael. Come on. Come on, man. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? A black man has a, one of the flyest baseball sneakers. All time, I, ain't, I ain't never seen no white man sneaker from baseball where people are ain't no white man got a baseball sneaker. <laughs> yeah, man. Power is in that. We got to take it back, especially when it comes to Because, like, bro, they're selling the cool that we fucking made. We made the cool. They selling it back to us at crazy rates. And guess what? The sneakers are so crazy because you got to put the money up front to get to even try to get the shoes. Facts. So basically they're like, whether you win or not, you we have your credit card. And if you win, we just going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever, man. Shout out to, shout out to clothes. Clothes are fun. Well, uh, you know, we've been, we've been gone, man. So uh, you have anything to keep it funky with or you want me to go first? I'll go first since it's close to um we just finished Valentine's Day. Yeah. And online, I've heard you hear the show all the time. Women say, love me out loud. 
love me out loud. Yeah. And they try to say that, every, oh, I deserve to be loved out loud. Like niggas is keeping women in the closet and just like being sweet to them, but not being, not going to the mountaintop. It's that fairy tale shit. They want a nigga to be singing with, with birds and shit flying around them, go to the mountaintop and sing, talking about love me out loud. How about a man, and, and women also say this, it ain't about what you say, it's what you do. Yeah. It's about actions. But you want to be, you want a nigga to have the actions and you want a nigga to love you out loud. That love you all loud shit is bullshit. You just want to stunt on other bitches. Just say that. You want to be claimed. You they want to be claimed and they want to be stunt. Listen, I'm not saying women don't deserve to be loved. I'm not saying women don't deserve to be treated good. I'm talking about this love you out loud shit is draped and coded in you wanting likes and views and stunting on other bitches. Look at me. I'm this good. This is what I get. You're not this good. This is not what you get. That love you out loud shit is a crock of shit. Love me out loud. Like, you need a man to love me out loud. The fuck? And then they want to use Quavo and Sweetie as the motherfucking bar. All right, I'm gonna let you keep going. Keep going. No, I'm done. That's why I gotta say that. Love y'all loud shit. Listen, we're gonna stop. We gotta stop using celebrities as a gauge on love. You don't got no one that loves you in life. Use the people that you know in real life as your gauge for black love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 we're getting to a point where this romanticism about celebrities and their their relationships is getting it's getting nasty. I mean, it's, it's been nasty, but it's it's just disgusting to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, you know, using Sierra, they want the Sierra prayer. Maybe she just prayed for herself, and a nigga, the nigga wanted to come find. You know, he he been crushing right. on Sierra his whole life. He pulled up. Now she got three kids and she's happy. You know what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying? Like, I just we gotta stop that too because there's a lot right. of influences you know that you can see in your daily life. Exactly. This is all about to say. You know how my grandmother, my grandfather showed my grandmother he loved her? He bought her a home. He paid the bills. He took her to church. He raised the kids. And he loved her. And then none of that shit get posted no fucking way. This posting shit is fucking with our brains, bro. The likes. It, bro, it, and it was, you we, we watched the social experiment, whatever that document was. Yeah. It's, it's, it's made to be addictive. So it's doing what it's supposed to do. But I'm trying to say, fight the system. This love y'all loud shit is a crock of bullshit. And shout out to the mom, shout out to the brother, uh, what's his name? Samuels? What's his name? Dude, Samuels. Samuels. Shout out to him. Because he said, bro, he's, and he, he has valid points. Man, I like his approach. But he said, Cosmopolitan and all these female magazines were lying to women for years. Yes. About what it was. They lie to women. They're selling you something. Love you out loud is buy me, buy me big presents, post it, show it, and then it, it's it's consumerism. It ain't got shit to do with love. If a nigga love you, if a nigga love you, what he gonna do? He gonna he gonna feed you. He gonna keep you warm. He gonna protect you, and he gonna raise his kids, and he gonna treat you good. It ain't got shit to do with gifts. Crazy. But gifts gifts are included. You know, like you do nice things for people when you when you're doing well for yourself. But this love you out loud is a crock of shit. It's not a whole crock. It's not a whole crock. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. But it's a lot of that is draped over it, man. That bullshit, man. Love me out loud. What if a nigga deaf can't talk? <laughs> he can't, he don't love you out. The fuck? He First can't even nigga, hear that shit. 
And it's just like, and not, nothing gets people to do this, but shouting happy birthday out to your mother on Instagram. Your mom ain't got a goddamn Instagram. What, what? Loving I'm out loud. What is that proof? What is that proof? Your grandma's 90. She don't got a fucking Facebook. You know the you know the you know the you know the uh slogan the loudest in the room is always the the, the dumbest or something like that. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Love me out loud. The nigga that's the loudest with his love is the nigga that's fucking 14 bitches. Yeah. The nigga that's confident in his love, you know what he's doing? He's you know, he's giving you the flowers, he's kissing you on the forehead, he's swining you down and you taking you out dancing, and he don't gotta scream because you know why? He actually loves you. The nigga that's loudest with his love. It's a nigga that got two side bitches. Definitely. He only posts you on the, the close friends. And let me say this. Let me say this. Just please. The two sides of the coin. We're talking about one side of the coin. Yes, there's a man that is showering women with gifts. It's not cheating. That, that is that is also a case. But I'm just trying to say where there's smoke, there's fire. The nigga yelling. The nigga yelling because he's distracting you. Mm. Just saying. Shout out to love. Shout out to love, man. Love always wins at the end of the day, right? Love wins, man. And it's okay to be low-key. It's okay. It's okay to not share everything. It's okay. There, at that point, sir, it's okay not to share everything. Because you know why? And this is going to my keep it funky, man. Because you know why? You share everything. And there's, people are oversharing things. And you don't need to share everything because you, you make yourself look like a fool at the end of the day. And this is where I'm getting to keep it funky about the gorilla girl, the gorilla <laughs> girl situation. The gorilla woman. Yeah, she is 40. Let's keep let's keep in mind of that, people. She's 40 years old. She's more than grown. She's overgrown. <laughs> so and I want people to realize that this is not a black community situation. She we shouldn't have to be. You, do, you don't need to feel bad for her. You don't need to uplift her. She's dumb. It's okay to be dumb. You don't need to be dumb on the internet. Because now we got people out here making think posts. And we want people want to, you know, her to sue Gorilla Glue and saying it's tearing the black community apart. And you don't want to talk bad about a black woman and blah, blah, blah. It's okay to say this woman was dumb. There is a. There is a, I understand there is a, there is a thing called Gorilla Snot, which is like, uh, it's a hair glue, but she knowingly used Gorilla Glue, which is a super, super, super glue. Super duper glue. Put it on her head. And now when the joint want to come out, now there's think pieces of how we need to stand with her. It's okay to be dumb. It's okay to call her dumb. It's okay. It's okay. It's getting me hot, bro. This shit getting me hot. First off, that shouldn't have been on the internet. That, that She's not a been. fucking victim. She's a victim of her own goddamn self. You put a gorilla glue in your hair, you don't get sympathy. Unless you're a child. You get laughs. You get laughs. You get laughed and you, you get, get bald. You get jokes. And you said she's overgrown. She's yes. over, she overgrown and her hair ain't never going to grow back. I don't, you know what? I, she just had surgery. So they kept some of her hair. I know her edge is about to be turned up for a little bit. So hopefully. Her follicles is fucked. If up. she's if she's about her bag, 
this is a perfect opportunity to get a brand deal with the edge control company. But you know, that's besides oh. the point. But this is this is just an, a person on the internet oversharing. And now they've gotten a little bit of clout. They've she's selling she's merchandise. Dead. And she apparently she bought a Mercedes and I'm not mad at her getting the back and taking this L and making an opportunity about it. But we don't need as community, we don't need to be divided during Black History Month over someone being stupid on it. Bro, she's already the face of February, bro. Ain't no ain't no inventor or scientist or historical figure the face of February. This woman is the face of February. And you said the clout word. But this cloud shit is exponential. The shit is going up. The, and with it, and and I don't I think the bitch did it on purpose. Probably for the clout. I think she I think she did it on purpose for the clout. Because we see people do everything for attention. She did it for attention. She got the attention. And guess what? People are seeing this as a fucking blueprint to get a bins. Somebody, somebody like, oh, that bitch did gorilla glue on her head. I'm about to I'm take it to the next my level. Whole face, and I'm telling you, it's exponential. Nah, it's speaking true. of that, I saw a woman. I don't know if she was playing around. She said she put a she put relaxer on her pubes. She wanted to get them drying straightened. I hope your coochie dry up and you can't fuck no more. You know, she ended up having to wear a diaper. You know what happened to stupid people? Stupid, they die stupid ways. <laughs> play stupid games win stupid prizes bro and the stupid prizes you dead bitch this like, also I gotta say I know that the sperm that shot her out was all slow swimmers and she was the fastest of the slow swimmers listen I'm not the smartest motherfucker I know it but I know I'm not stupid like that and I'm tired listen I don't got no sympathy what they say children and children and fools or just I don't there ain't no fools, it's just children. That's the only people I feel bad for is children. Damn. Cause they don't know no better. You 40, bitch. You have 40 years to to, to read a label. Damn. And you talking to and you're talking to a nigga that forgot to cook noodles. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how I fuck up. But but, but but no, but 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 what you didn't do, you didn't post it. On the internet, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't decide. You know what you're gonna get on the internet and eat the dry ass noodles and then choke. Clout. And then now you want to share. Now you want to sue the pasta. I threw it away. I threw it away, and I bought some more noodles and I cooked them and then I ate the goddamn mac and cheese. Why? Why? The thing is, like, that's how you know clout is a drug. Because back in my day, we would take the L's in silence. Like that's an automatic. Like. You fucked your hairline up trying to cut your hair, you would wear a hat for a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to, like, you do things like you're shamed. There's no shame anymore. You hit, how about there There's is no shame? Because no shame. you know what? Having no shame, you get clout. If you don't have shame, you get cut. If you, there's no shame. Like niggas ain't ashamed enough. You should there's you should be ashamed. I'm ashamed of some shit that I've done, Chris. I will never do it again. Shame, and I don't want everyone that knows about it. I claim it because I did it, but I don't want no one else to know about that shit. I stand by my fuck ups, but I don't take my fuck up and fucking laminate it and put it and blow it up and put it on the front of my car and drive around the world talking about my how I fucked up. 
Now, if it can help someone learn a lesson, okay. This bitch ain't teaching no one a lesson. We already nothing, nothing that we need. Nothing that we, we nothing that we knew, need. We already knew we needed to read. I know what Gorilla Glue does, and if it ain't weed, I know what it really does. That is a super duper glue. You niggas use that shit to build houses and fucking projects and shit, so that shit don't never come off. I know we protect. I know we protect. You know we, we protect our black women, but this is not a situation. Nah, fuck her though. Yeah, this is not a situation where she needs protection. She needs like slander. you said at the beginning. This ain't no black thing. This is a dumb bitch thing. This is a slandering thing. You need to slander. She's stupid. Fucking the face of she fucked up all the fucked up all the goddamn uh what's what's this month? <laughs> black history. Yeah. Listen, not everybody's eating. Like I guess, like I just hate the way that people capitalize on things now because you know there's the man the black man that did the surgery on her he's getting clout because he did it now i'm pretty sure his numbers are going up bro he's selling shit i know she got she got donations i'm not mad at how you eat after i'm just mad at the way you try to eat nah bro eating it bro but i would say this it's a human condition i can't i don't it's not i'm not surprised i'm just i'm just tired i'm just tired yeah. just tired Speaking of tired, I'm tired of this. Speaking of another nigga that needed a clout or, you know, was addicted to clout. I don't like speaking of his name, but I wanted to highlight that this nigga used a poo shiesty bar and a beef. Oh, Just what bar did he use though? Shout out to poo shiesty. Got my own file on these security in the club, so yo. You are an officer of the law. You are a foreman. You hey, are son. Judas. You are Judas in Black Messiah. We'll talk about that later. Hey, what? son. I just, I just been so weak at that part. Like he make, like I've never been in no beef where a nigga use a, a bar in the this, middle of the. I got a question. Yeah. Is there? When will the contradictions be called out, nigga? You're contradicting yourself. You made songs talking about I'm a snitch, I'm a snitch, but you're talking about you got your own fight. Anybody get a gun. Anybody can have a gun. That doesn't mean nothing. I don't give a fuck if you got a gun. Mm. Oh, 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 this is stupid. But and I'm and I'm mad at Meek, but Meek has showed this behavior before. He goes back and forth with people he shouldn't go back and forth yes, with. Yes, that's that's the this is a meek, this is a meek habit. Like Meek does this a lot. Meek does this a lot. So yeah, and, and just when security in the club. And just when I was like, damn, we ain't heard nothing about this nigga in a long time. Maybe it's over. Come on, son. Now he now I seen some shit, bro, was on the nigga Sakasha was on academics trying to talk about the, the industry is rigged, it's fake, this fake. Bro, stop trying to pre nigga. You you made it. We know this shit is fucking fake, bro. Like, what are you talking about? There's it's we are in a capitalist society, America, consumerism, buy low, sell high. Exploit, 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 exploit. We know what this country's based on. People get exploited, and the people who are doing the exploiting make the money. It's America. The bitch, uh, the bitch that put Gorilla Glue in her hair even know that shit. Yeah. She exploited her fuck up. She exploited her damn self. She, she, she exploited herself. Yeah. Literally. She, bro, bro. she injured herself, then came up off her own injury. Eventually. Which, which, which bro, is an old con. Saved, That's an old con. Like, 
What if they they could have? I don't even know. Like, if they could have shaved her whole fucking head off. I know if they saved some of her edges or whatever. Well, imagine she had to be super bald, like, or like imagine they had because they couldn't do anything. But only way to do is burn her hair off or some shit. Like it could have been really bad. Bro, do you feel bad for them niggas in them them clips on ridiculousness that jump off of buildings and shit? I don't. Yeah. I don't feel bad. Do you feel bad for mountain climbers that try to climb Mount Everest and fucking die? No one told your ass to go up Mount Everest. There's a place on Mount Everest called the death zone. It's because you're literally dying the whole time you're up there. Your body can't handle it. But people do it because they got a death wish. She had a wish to be bald. And she she got it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I can't call her enough dumb bitches. We should name this episode Dumb Bitch. We could do that. We could we could put the asterisk on the bitch. Yeah. I mean, speaking of dumb bitches, I mean, we could talk about Judas and the Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, man. I really think we could have a whole episode in this shit, man. Um, shout out to the make the filmmakers who just uh the, the film just came out on HBO Max. Um, I believe Ryan Coogler was a producer. I'm gonna get all that shit, but I watched it yesterday. Amazing film, uh, historically accurate, uh, great actors, great story. I like the, um, I especially like the actress, the actress that played Fred Hampton's, uh, Fred Hampton's lady. I don't know if she was his wife, but, um, and just like, I knew, I kind of knew the story of Fred Hampton, but I didn't know how, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know that how much power and influence he had at such a young age. He was yeah, killed he was at 21. He was killed at 21. And um, this shit is just dope, man. And then obviously the Black Panthers, the organization, seeing how the government targeted them and how they infiltrated them with other Black people was just, you know, um, it was good to watch, man. Not good to watch, but it was, it was very informative. And it just kind of, it makes you heighten your awareness of the shit going on in the world. Like, of course, positive things that go against the system, they're going to break down and find ways to infiltrate. Bro, he did, he got sentenced to five years for stolen ice cream? What kind, of, what kind of system is that? He's $70 worth of ice cream they said he stole. Fuck out of here. Max, bro. I'm trying to get all the information on the drone real quick just to read it all. I mean, yeah, without spoiler alerts, I mean, it's not really a spoiler alert because this is Historically, it's happened in real life, so you can do the research yourself. So we don't need to spoil anything. But you know, of course, the, the big band calling the the U.S. government got a problem with niggas when they when they bring other people together besides just themselves. So mm-hmm. I think they they were they were cool with you know the Black Panthers like doing whatever they do together. But when he started bringing the poor whites. And the Puerto Ricans together and they created that rainbow coalition. That's when they put the pressure on them. So it's just like anything, like when MLK was trying to do, when he started doing the uh Poor People's March. Yeah, the poor People's March or whatever, when he started, you know, moving away from race and into classism, that's when they got him out of here. And that's the problem. That's when I think when the overline issue, besides you know, government and you know, division between Republican and Democrat, whatever it is, is when you realize this shit is bigger than us. 
It's not mm-hmm. about your, you know, black or white. It's not even about MAGA or Donald Trump. It's about they don't want nobody to get over there. You know, they don't want the people to the people to eat. The majority mm-hmm. of people to eat. That's when they's gonna get, they gonna start offing niggas. You know what I'm saying? They you said it right there. The people. That's why power to the people is the biggest is the biggest thing is the theme and the slogan for for Black Panthers because there are way more people than there are people. Uh, the ones at the top. Yeah. Without the people have the most power. It's just about coming together and unifying. That's a, and that's a tough thing to do. It's it's very tough, but you see why they strategically kill who they kill because there are people that are gifted in a way to bring people together. We saw how gifted Fred Hampton was yeah. at speaking his his consciousness and passing it along to other people. To be that young and have that much awareness and consciousness of the system that he was within. And to be able to articulate it to people to change the whole way that they thought, that's power. And that's why they were scared of him. And that's why they were scared of Martin Luther King. That's why they were scared of Mal- Malcolm X. That's yeah. why they're scared of every black, every person that they take out. Because it's not it's it's nothing for you to reach that level of consciousness, but for you to bring everybody along with you and then and then, like you said, bring everybody together on one accord, which is yeah. which is why the Democrats hate hate or Trump so much because fuck what you can say about Trump he brought those people together and they were and they made actions happen they whatever obviously no one supports none of this shit they did but his power is undeniable yeah he's spewing that obviously we're listening to it and we and we have discernment between right and wrong and moral and immoral and these people are fighting an immoral fight. What are you fighting for? You have all the privilege, you have all, but well, not the poor ones, but the poor ones are the ones that get manipulated. But like, bro, you're getting manipulated by privileged people to fight the fight for them, to get them yeah. elected into office, to keep taking money from you and to, to let you die. So, I mean, Fred Hampton was a, yo, the story is crazy. The way that they did it was so fucking cold, my nigga, like they literally, came in his house shooting like they did a home invasion yep. and murdered a nigga while he's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, not to give away the movie. Spoiler, like, bro, like... Um, spoiler, there's real post. life. It's real life. I have, there's a post on Tumblr. I'll post it to my Twitter, but, like, it, it's a series of tweets that came out a while ago just telling the story for Hampton. And, um, obviously, if you watch the movie, you'll, you'll know the story, but, you know, just seeing it in black and white is also helpful. Um, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Let me just say, so the producers were Shaka King, Ryan Coogler, and Charles King, and it was directed by Shaka King. Um, actors who played uh, Fred Hampton, we had Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. Um, what else was he in? He was in uh, Black Panther. The Keith Stanfield, also in Get Out. Numerous roles. The Range as the, the Yeah, man. The uh, Keith played this role so well, I, I'm starting to hate that nigga. Oh, bro, he was the bro. I hated him the whole movie. Let me just finish the cast. Deborah Johnson, who played uh, no Dominique Fishback, is her name Dominique? Yeah, Dominique Fishback, who played Deborah uh, Deborah Johnson, and then the white dude Jesse Pelham, who played Roy Mitchell, who was he played. We've seen it. I've seen it on um, Twitter all the time. They're like, "Yo, this motherfucker plays the worst niggas." Remember in uh, Like Mike? I forgot he was in Like Mike, and he played he was the, the bully. bully. Yeah. Uh, also, Ashton Sanders, everybody knows him. He was in uh, Moonlight. Uh, Algie Smith was in um, 
New Damn, Edition. New Edition story. And he was also in Euphoria. Dominique Thorne, who played the uh, Judy Harris, who was the, the female Black Panther lady, who was, she was savage. You know, all of them are really about the shit, to be honest. Bro, only type, only type of pig, good pig is a dead pig. All of them were really about the shit. Like, I respect, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was going to be my other keep it funky about, like, you know, the kryptonite of what are you going to, the kryptonite of the, the, the phrase, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are complain and they say they're going to do shit. They complain about the system. They complain about people. They get on Twitter, you get on social media and complain about blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, they want to talk about, you know, uh, financial freedom and things like that. But then when you ask them, you straight up ask them, so what are you going to do about it? They freeze I've up. I've seen people get angry. Their CPU freezes up. I've seen people get angry at you asking them after they complain about something, what you going to do? Like, because that's the toughest question to answer. Because people don't plan it. They, people don't have a plan. And I think that was a beautiful thing about Fred Hampton, man. He had a he had a plan. And, or if he didn't have a plan, he faked it. Nah, to he him. had a plan. He faked it till he made it. Or he got there and he just trusts the process, man. Like, you know, I think that that's the difficult thing about being a leader is having is people depending on you to follow you know, your lead, and you always have to know what moves you're making five steps ahead of time before, while they're three steps ahead, of, you know, behind you. So I appreciate people that are doers. And when you tell them what are you going to do about it, they go ahead and do it. Bro, I had, um, bro, this thing I'm just, just to bring it back to something. Bro, at my job, he wanted to complain to me about something. And I was like, well, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to fix it? Or are you just going to sit here and like really talk to me about it? Because and obviously, I was short with him that day because I just wasn't yeah. in the mood to hear his nigga playing. And I was like, well, because I know what type of person is. I know you're not going to do anything about it. You're just going to talk about it. And then nothing's going to happen. And that's that's very frustrating, especially when it's something that's fixable. Now, yeah. when you're talking about systemic oppression and, and judicial system and, and inequities and, and society, those are hard questions to answer. Well, what you going to yes. do about it? But empowering people the way that Fred Hampton did and the Black Panther Party in Chicago did and giving people those revolutionary principles, understanding that the power was with people, understanding that the pig, we outnumbered them, understanding that we outnumbered the people that are trying to oppress us, understanding that if we come together, we can improve our lives. Like, I mean, those, like you said, those are hard concepts to, 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 to tell people. Especially when, you know, not everybody can go. Not everybody yeah. gonna not everybody gonna make it. Some people are gonna die. And even in um even in the movie, fuck we spoiled in the movie. Even in the movie there was a scene, we're not gonna spoil everything, but there was a scene in the movie where um Fran Hampton, uh I'm just gonna call her his wife. His wife was pregnant and she was like really questioning is it is it even smart for her to try to raise a child in this environment yeah they they called each other comrades because they really because to really feel like they're at war i still feel like we're at war today and she was like how smart is it for me to bring a child into a war zone and she was questioning herself like am i even a good will i even be a good mother how can i be a good mother when i'm fighting this fight when i know like you said there'll be casualties people gonna die you know what i'm saying 
it's dangerous every day in and day out. We know it's dangerous because we live this life. I know it's dangerous. Do you know what I'm saying? Any yeah. encounter with the police could be dangerous. Any encounter with the judicial system, I could be fucked forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's another, that's a, that, this Fred Hampton movie, man, takes me into like a, you know, age old question. And it kind of, it kind of leads into, you know, the other movie you wanted to discuss, which is Malcolm and Marie, which is like, black trauma is a trillion dollar business, man. It's a business that no matter how much we we say we want to get away from, you know, we want to have original stories. And I think there is a crop of directors that are trying to make original stories, but you know, that black trauma is just so easy to get it, go back to, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's it's so recent and there's so much detail in it. Like you think about that was in the 1960s. Was it in the 60s? Yeah, it was in 1960. That's my my mother and father were alive. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, my grandparents were living. You know what I'm saying? Like I, these people are still around. Like we, like the dude um who played the, the Keith Stanfield played, Bill William O'Neill, he did an interview in 1990 where he exposed everything, where he told yeah. about his role that he played in the killing of Fred Hampton. And I was, you was born in 1990. I was born a year later. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like this. These stories of of our trauma is so recent. Like we talk about. That's why I kind of want black people to give each other more grace in dealing with it because we act like, especially when black people say, just get over it. Duh, duh, duh. We just talked about uh, American skin a few episodes ago. That they, that's something they all say, you'll get over it. But bro, this is general people who are children and descendants of sharecroppers and people who was in reconstruction and slavery, like they're still alive. <laughs> like this is not like 300 years ago. This is 170, 160 years ago. So, you know, it's, it's trauma is getting processed. And obviously, we know what sells sex, trauma. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's a moneymaker. We just talked about the girl gluing her hair. That was a traumatic experience that she just profited off of. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then more, that's a, like, trauma is untapped, untapped. No, no, it is a tapped. It's like an oil well that just keeps giving. And you can pick anywhere if it's not physical trauma as we go into Malcolm and Marie it's emotional it's yeah know, emotional trauma you know so give a little I haven't watched it yet so oh, he hasn't watched I, it, but I, the gist of it. It. I know the gist of it I literally after watching I was like yo this might be one of the best movies I ever watched really and coming right right back so I watched Malcolm and Marie before I watched um Judas and the Black Messiah also, which is one of the, like, I think we're in a very good time for like cinema, cinema because um, well, at least this, this, this past few weeks, like these movies are really good. I, like, I recommend both of them, Malcolm and Marie and um, Judas and the Black Messiah. But Malcolm and Marie is a couple and the uh, John David Washington and Zendaya. What's Zendaya last name? She only got one name? I don't know her last name. Whatever, Zendaya. They're a couple. He just had, he's a filmmaker. They just have a premiere, great premiere. Duh, 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 duh. He forgets to thank her in his speech. Uh -huh. and, and it ensues from there where all of their insecurities are exposed by each other. And I and I try to explain this to Chris. Like, imagine the worst fight you ever had 
but you didn't hold back any punches. Like you weren't trying to protect no one's feelings. She didn't try to protect his feelings. He didn't try to protect her feelings. They literally were like, this was the most violent, <laughs> violent, but not like, it's not like they were cussing each other out. They were like surgically cutting into each other with their view of the other person. And, and when you're in a relationship, you know how arguments can go. Yeah, it can get know, nasty. It can get they deep. can get nasty. And imagine like just trying to say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna say everything I ever thought about you. And saying when you really know someone, you know how to hurt them. Yeah. So they were doing that to each other for a hundred for for an hour, 40 minutes. And the cinematography was great, the dialogue was great. Whoever wrote the screenplay did a great job. Yeah, I think it's the um, dude that uh, Zendaya, the dude that does Euphoria or something like that. I think them two did it together. Okay, yeah, but um, you know, and especially if you like in a, in a relationship or been in a relationship, you're gonna watch it and you're gonna know how those conversations could go. And I don't know, maybe they went that way. But um, Malcolm and Reed, and uh, I like the promo. They said this is not a love story; it's a story about love, because, like I said, they. There is no physical abuse, but that is the only, like they played with that line the whole movie. I was like, either she gonna kill this nigga or he gonna beat the shit out. Like it was so many moments that I was like, yo, one of them is gonna snap because they did everything verbally that you could do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that just, and I think that's how well-written it was. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely recommend that joint. And as watching two black actors on screen, you know what I'm saying? I love black cinema, you know, I love black movies. And just watching them do that, have that type of performance, I literally was like, yo, this is probably jumped into my top 10. Now, it's gonna be emotionally draining, especially if you watch it with your mate, because it's, it's gonna unlock, it's definitely gonna unlock some things in your relationship if you did watch you do, it. Did you watch with your mate? Did you watch with your- uh, I did, I did. I how, many time, how many times did you, did you have to pause it? Shit, we almost we almost got to some fights while we was watching that shit. It was at least two or three pauses. Cause you know, like we black, we talk during the movie. And sometimes I'm really be trying to listen and you talking yeah. and you might, you know what I'm saying? It's but see that that plays into the dynamic of relationship. Like what's acceptable for you to do, what's up for them to do, how you how you manage like who's feelings first? The, or is there are you prioritizing her? Or is she prioritizing you? I mean, it's a really good movie, man. It's on Netflix. The director was Steven Levinson, who is a white man. But it's okay, because it's not like... Her my dog. Huh? I said her my dog was out here acting his ass off, though. John David Washington. Oh, yeah, man. He, he's good. He's good. Ever since um, ever since Tenet, I've been so... Like, he, he, could, he, could, he could act. He could act. Because I saw him in Ballers. Did a good job playing that uh, the athlete character. Didn't see him in Tenant. And also, no, he was in Black Klansman. Black yeah. Klansman, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, it wasn't my favorite movie, but he pulled it off. He did had a good, good performance. But um, Malcolm and Reed, it's not a love story. It's a story about love. And I'll read the synopsis for people. A filmmaker on the brink of Hollywood glory and his girlfriend, whose story made his career, find themselves pushed towards a reckoning as a single tumultuous night decides the fate of their relationship. I liked it, man. I really like it. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, yeah. man. It's not for the. It's not for a weak relationship. I tell you that. Hmm. 
they will I'm telling you it will unlock some things if if they're all right there on the surface it's gonna touch on them yeah I've heard I've heard uh, I've heard multiple reviews about it you know I'm gonna take my time on it you know I say I'm gonna watch it probably watch it first so I can be aware of what's coming for <laughs> being blindsided you know probably watch it sober if I want you know I don't definitely don't want to watch it when you're lit which yeah is- but because and alcohol and drugs play a part in throughout the movie. So, you know, it's I what I love most is the dialogue. The way that they talk to each other, the way that it was written, it was very well done. Um, I love to see really good art, especially when like one of the one of my favorite mediums, you know, movies. I love movies. So to watch a movie that like, you know, can make you feel emotions while you're watching it is the best. You know, it's not like just a is no, there's no frills. You know what I'm saying? It's straight performance. Mm. Yeah. That's a- just, just like uh, the Black Messiah, because obviously they had a budget, they had different sets and scenes and stuff like that, but the performances by all of the actors is what came across. Like, you were really, you know what I'm saying? From from people with the smallest roles, people with biggest roles, it was really good, really good actors, man. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying, both both of the films all right listen i'm here for great media you know what i'm saying especially after the year we've had 2020 you know i love what hbo max is doing you know releasing movies mm-hmm. uh coincidentally at the same time with uh, the movie theaters you know it's gonna be a while for movie theaters really um come back man i missed the movie there i'm not gonna lie man yeah, for sure, man. It's, especially like it's a it's a great go to. Like, oh shit, just for the solo move, man. Just like you know, I ain't got shit to do. Let me go watch a movie real quick. You know what I'm saying? I think I learned that you know as a single man. You know, I wanted to go watch a movie. I didn't have to. Didn't always have the reserves to go Bro. go for a date, and I didn't want to spend date money to go watch a fucking movie all the time. Shout out to Kingstown sixteen, because that's when I discovered the solo movie move. I was not paying for the movies though. I was straight sliding in there on like the on the Monday afternoon, oh, Monday morning, watching prime time, watching blockbuster movies, dolo. I even went that bitch one day, like after a night of drinking. I was like, yo, this movie came out. I, I could I know I could slide in there real quick. I was sneaking to the movies <laughs> and I but I was so hungover. It was a 3D movie or some shit. I was oh, watching that's not work. Yeah. Nigga, halfway through the movie. I get fucked. I'm watching the 3D joint. Some shit happen, man. I get sick. I get motion sick in my ass. End up throwing up all. Bro, it's like 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Like, it's summertime. The movie just opened up. <laughs> like, the movie just opened. It's like 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. And I'm in that bitch earling in the in the trash. You know, like, the trash can you got when you yeah. walk out. I'm throwing up in that bitch. So, um, yeah, man. It's very liberating to, like, take yourself out, you know? You know what I'm saying? You don't need, like, you are your best company. You spend most time with the time with yourself. Me and the movies have a love-hate relationship. I got my first handy in the movie theater. First handy. I had my first kiss in the movie theater. No, man, not my first kiss. Not my first make-out type vibe, you know? I mean, the movies are great for a make-out, make you know what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. if movie you're not really watching. You know what I'm saying? Just come here. Move the hand rest. Mm-hmm. Put your hand, put, put her hand on your meat. I used to, yeah, I used to, <laughs> that's the move. You get a little, you know, you know, you got to break the first jacket. Move I learned. You take her hand. Yeah, you know the jacket. You get a nice little jacket, you know, because it'd be cold in that junk. 
I got hit for the first time in the movies. Movies. That's probably where the corona really started and incubated that in the movie. <laughs> It's a lot of nice shit happening in the movies, man. And I, as, a, as somebody who worked at the movie, too, I, I used to catch niggas doing wild shit, like, either before the movie started when no one was in there or after the jump. This nigga said used to catch niggas doing wild shit. See, that'd be, that's embarrassing, though. That's embarrassing. Come on for the... Whoop. <laughs> My man phone dropped. But, you know, shout out to the good movies. Uh... You know why he fucks up? We gets his camera right. Um, you know, shout out to the movies, man. You got it? Yeah, I just I hit the table. I got excited thinking about my first uh, my first neck experience. And then, like, I don't think it was that good either. I don't think about it. Well, you know, people weren't really fucking fucking until like twenty two, maybe twenty one to twenty two. Like, I wasn't in my bag to, like, 22, to be honest. Like, I was fucking, but I didn't know, like, what my go-to was until about 22. Like, where, you know, you know when you know you specialize, like, you know, like, I'm, a, I'm a corner shooter. You know what I'm saying? Corner shooter. What, that, that, I got. <laughs> what does that mean sexually? I'm a corner shooter. Like, I, what is the equivalent of being a corner three-point shooter in the bedroom? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. He's like, nigga, my missionary is my best position. Nigga, like, I could, I get, you know what I'm saying? I would say, I would say like, so, Because well, don't, don't you want to have an all-around game yeah. in the bedroom? Like, you want to be an all-around but, but you know what you were really good at, though. Yes. But this you, is you have a good arsenal. Like, you know, I can play every position. You know what I'm saying? I can play every position. But if you put me at the two, I'm going to get you a bucket. We're going to win. Yeah, we're going to win. Now, if I need to come in, you know, on certain nights, I need to play the four or I got to do more missionary that night or, you know, I got to hit from the side in the morning. I still can get the job done, but okay. I'm a f- professional at the at the back shots or, you All know. Right, I want to say this, though. This is a question to the listeners. If you could compare your sex game and we can do we can do NFL, you can do any sport position. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. What position would you compare your sex game to? You could say, like, I'm a power forward, I'm a mm. center, I'm a I'm a stretch four, or you could say I'm a I'm a slot receiver, or I'm a I'm a wide receiver one, I could take the top off the defense, mm. or be like, nah, I'm a I'm a D lineman, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting messy in there and I'm I'm pushing the line. Like, how is <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying? I'm a point forward. I'm like LeBron and when it come to fucking. Like yeah, yeah. I want I want people to to describe their sex game using a sports analogy. Sport and specifically a sports position. Mm. Let me, you let, me take a, let me take a few seconds to think about that. Cuz like if I would like, you know, like I would like to think of myself as like I'm talking about your best, not not your worst performance. Like yeah. you know your potential fuckability. Like yeah. I know that when I'm on the henny and I took two puffs of the J, and I'm really and I ain't has and I ain't jerked off or had sex in a week, I could perform like this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I definitely see me at my peak. I'm a good defensive end, Aaron Aaron Donald. Mm. I'm, here, I'm here with the hand moves. Well, Aaron Donald's a tackle. 
No, he's a defensive end. He's a tackle. He's a defensive end, bro. I will bet five Aaron Donald's a defensive tackle, bro. Listen, you might be right. Hold on. Aaron Donald. It's a tackle. He don't play on the outside. He play on the inside, boy. Defensive tackle. You're right. You're right. Uh, defensive the tackle. Aaron whatever. Donald's a nasty. He's a vicious nigga. Listen, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm about to say, what well, my best off the, off the Hennessy or tequila, depending on the night, I'm here. I mean, I'm in the trenches. Mm. I'm, I'm whatever I'm, I can take multiple here. You know what I'm saying? My hand, my handwork is impeccable. Mm-hmm. I'm quick feet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Quick tongue. However you want to take it. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I'm also, you know, I'm strong. You know, I'm a, I'm a big boy. I got a big size body, so I can pick up. You know what I'm saying? I can hold mm. the weight. I can move the weight around. A lot you know, of leverage. Leverage. It's a leverage game. Yeah. You get up under here. You got the leverage. And you know how Aaron, do, you know how Aaron don't be moving niggas. You know what I'm saying? I can, I, you know what I'm saying? I can transfer, transfer mm-hmm. the way. Um, you know, best in the game. Okay, if I, if I would, if I would compare my fuck game, I would say that I'm like a late '90s, early 2000s shooting guard. Okay, I'm like a a Grant Hill or a it's smooth. He's smooth or or Ray Allen. More like Ray a Allen was young, he got game Ray Allen. Like he will dunk on you, mm-hmm. but the stroke is real silky. The mm. stroke is the, the shot. The shot is so silky. You know what I'm saying? But I'm taking you off the dribble, and I can get you get to the Triple hole. Threat. Triple threat. Exactly. I could do my I could do my work from the outside, but if if I see the lane open, I'm taking the lane. Aggressive, aggressive. Late '90s, early 2000s shooting guard. In the early two thousands, late nine, that was the that was the age of the shooting guard. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? There's Ray Allen, of, yeah, a lot of. Grant Hill was more a three, but yeah, you know Penny what I'm Hardaway. Yeah, that's more of a two. I'm I'm thinking more. I'm gonna give you an example. So Ray, Ray Allen is the picture I see in my head, but so I want to say like, like Vince hmm. AI that type. That. There you go, Vince Carter. There you go, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. That's a vicious night. Trace, that's Trace McGrady. T Mac, see, but that's a vicious night. So there you go, T Mac and Ray Allen. That's yeah. what I want to think about. But if I get in my Vince Carter bag and it's be sanity, <laughs> make it. I'm out this bitch. She is. Of all time. I'm doing the butt naked, the butt you naked Jody dance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doing Stroke you out. You're you gonna be sore. You're gonna be sore. Okay. Beat the pussy up in a good way. Yes. But listeners, <laughs> how would you describe your sex game? This one would be good to have a woman. Yeah. Because she probably wouldn't know nothing about sports. We have to talk about, like, compare yourself to a, a reality star or, like, a oh, or, like, a Hollywood actress or something. You know what I'm saying? A blacktress. Listen, in the are early more, 90s. Are you more Loretta Devine? <laughs> or are you more... Angela Bassett. Hopefully you, know hopefully you don't say Loretta Devine, though. That's Listen, young Loretta Devine. Don't sleep on young Loretta Devine. There's just certain young people I always imagine that, that they were just at least 34, 35 plus. Like, I've never seen young photo. I've seen, like, one young photo of, of Pops, rest in peace. I've seen... John Witherspoon. Yeah, I've seen a couple young photos of um, Samuel, 
But, but see, think about old. that. If you if you fucking like them, that means you're a masterful. You're masterful at your shit. That means you making them orgasm really quick. Mm. Like you like you go right to the spot and you know right where he's like boom 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 out of there. Let's sleep. <laughs> Ain't no marathon. That's a, power. That's a lot of power. Exactly. It's like no, I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the fastest. But I'm the most efficient. I'm gonna get the job done. Listen, efficiency is always gonna win. Yeah, like Tony Parker. I got Tony the rings. Parker. You know, Tony Parker. I, you know, any any Spurs, Tim Duncan. You know, big yeah, fun. there you go. Tim Duncan, very fundamental, not flashy. You know what I'm saying? But you got the size. You going? You know? <laughs> uh, this is funny. Go ahead. Where was you about to go? I don't even know where we're at now. I like that conversation though. We need to put that question up. Yeah, man. How we? Well, I could clip it up. Be like, nigga, if you comparing your sex to any position in any sport, you know, that's a I tough was, question. That's a tough question to ask, just because you got to have real self awareness of your stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because niggas say like, I fuck like Kobe Bryant. No, you don't. You fuck you're like a capper, bro. You're a capper. You're a capper. Fuck like you know, what's a what's a yeah, I don't know. What's what's a nice? Nah. Well, you want to think about when it comes to fucking? So like, you... uh, who's a who's a who's the who they call who did Tyrell call young Kobe? Fuck his name. Um, used to play for the Nets. The nigga, uh, Karis LeVert? No. Then <laughs> Whitty? No, I, just keep going. I'm gonna find his name. He played for the Nets now. No, he used to play for the Nets, and this was Tyrell's man way back in the day. Um, Carrie Kittles. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you the name. Okay. Um, I don't even know what I want to talk about. What's in my notes? Yeah, man. I ain't got shit. I really don't. Let's see. Harry Kittles is funny though. <laughs> that was McCary. <laughs> Listen, that that Nets team when they went to back to back finals. That's when Jason Kidd was my favorite player. When he do he do the bounce and he do the. Before he shot the free throw? No. Um, he's a good... You know, you say you fuck like Jason Kidd, too. That's a really good number. Two. That's a really good person to fuck like. You know oh, yeah, man. First Listen, style. you don't need the flashy names all the time. But Kidd was flashy, though. He could hit you with the lob from half court. Right. I'm going to get his... forgot his name later. Fuck him. Um, well, let's, it's okay. Let's... Well, I want to say this. I've seen a tweet that said, Kirk Angle says he took 65 Viking in a day at the height I of I believe picture. it. I believe it. This nigga was jumping off the This nigga off. took 65 Viking in. And this picture, this picture said it all to me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe him. I believe him. Bro, them wrestlers, this nigga has no pupils. This nigga just is completely Shout gone. out my man. Shout out to my man, Bow Wow. He want to get in that WWE. Bow Wow is fucking too many bitches and doing too much coke his whole life, man. Like, Bow Wow has no concept of reality. He made it to, like, the heights of Hollywood when he was a child. He's been on since, like, 12? He don't understand. No, since five, bro. He was fucking, he was on tour with Snoop Dogg when he was five years old. Five. You know he got molested. Bow Wow does not know who he is relative to, like, the real world. He's never lived in the real world. Marshawn Brooks. Who the fuck is that? Marsh Marshawn Brooks was the player that came out of fucking uh 
uh, he played for the Nets, and they they try to try to say he was young Kobe. Get the fuck out of here! That's sick. He played like he played like Kobe. He, he from like Jersey a, too. That's probably why Tyro noticed, nigga. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, but shout out to uh, Bauer wants to get back in WWE. You know, I think um, I think there's they're definitely building up a story. Oh line. fuck, I remember him. Yeah, I remember him when he played for the Lakers. Yeah, he had like a Kobe's game. And I remember him at Providence. Okay. Well, that nigga, whatever. You know, say people say they fuck like Kobe, but you fuck like Marshawn Brooks. That's funny. Niggas not yelling Marshawn Brooks when they shoot a paper in the in the trash can. You a sick nigga to yell out Kobe when you nut. Kobe. I would do some shit like that. Shit. You'd be a sick nigga. What do I mean? You can do that if you're like, yo, when I be fucking out and I'm about to come, like I know when I'm about to come. So I'll be like, oh, it's about to come. I'll be like, yo, it's coming. <laughs> there it is. And then like I think I'm cool. I'll be like, where you want me to put it? <laughs> I don't never make it where I'm trying to put it. Nigga, I'll be yeah. like, you want it on your butt? I'll be like, get up trying to put it on the butt. I immediately bust. <laughs> like, nigga, don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm porn has fucked up my head. Like, well, where do you want me to come? You're definitely hey, talking come. like you're definitely talking like Justin <laughs> Justin Slayer, dog. Oh, nigga, they never been like one time. I probably even like okay, I'm about to come here and I done did it. But when that thing let loose, it go where it's gone. Shout out to orgasms, man. It makes your life look. It makes you live longer, bro. And shout out to not being a sex addict. Yeah, I guess. What do you mean you guess? Your life will go down the drain if you're a sex addict, bro. Like you're you talking extreme. You're talking extreme sex addict. Like you can't. There's only one type of sex addict, man. There's not levels to sex addict. I mean, there's probably levels, but like yeah, there's levels. Of even it. the lowest level of sex addict is not a good level. What's a low addict? level sex addict? Well, see, now that makes it sound relative because you probably want to be a little bit on the spectrum, but. If you get labeled a sex addict, it's not good. No. You should just enjoy sex. But to be a sex addict, no. You don't want to be addicted to sex. Hmm. Or maybe I'm speaking for myself. Maybe somebody's like, fuck yeah, I want to fuck all the time. No, nah, I want to fuck all the time now. That's OD now. You will get nothing done. You get you don't have a job. You can't fuck all the time. Well, speaking of fucking all the time, I have this question I want to ask. So this guy, uh, we're gonna we're gonna name this girl Georgia. Georgia. Oh, actually, we're in. Yeah, it's not a girl, it's a guy. We'll call him Georgia. Georgia says, "I want to buy feet pictures for my friend, but I don't want to embarrass myself asking." She has she has a only friend, uh, only fans, and it's kind of popping. But I don't want her to know that I'm interested in you know uh, buying her only fans. What should I do? Stop being scared and ask that woman for foot pictures. She already's a OnlyFans. She's she sells she sells on content. Like buy her content. And you could do it anonymously. Make a profile and ask her for some feet pictures. Nice yeah, until they put that fucking card. Well, I don't know that card information in. She don't know your credit card number. First of all, I don't know how OnlyFans work. I've never yeah, I never subscribed. Know I never so when you put the when you put the order in, 
Or you can put the order in on a, a different Bro, place. and there's mind worse mind. things to be into than feet, my G. Like, you could be into, That's like, you could yeah, be into a lot of weird feet. shit. Think about it as a, as a panoramic, man. And, you, you know, you're helping somebody through a panoramic. And you're helping stimulate the economy. And she already works in the sex industry. She sells sex already. She's not a prostitute, but picture their feet. That's like the least invasive type of sex worker there is. Well, because I think there's a stigma about buying feet that, you know, you're like a weird, nasty nigga. I mean, you are a little nasty. Do you remember, um, this is a throwback, Steve Harvey show. When um, Principal, what was, it, what was her name? Principal, fuck. Whatever, uh, the principal from Steve Harvey show, the lady, she was dating a nigga and come to find out he had a foot fetish. And more than a foot fetish, he had like a shoe fetish. And Principal she found Greer. that nigga like butt naked Principal in Greer. her tub. Huh? Principal Greer. Principal Greer, her fine ass. Uh, Principal Greer was dating a nigga. And I, it was somebody famous. It was somebody like you would know who was an actor. But uh, she was dating a nigga and he had like a shoe fetish, foot fetish. And he he couldn't hide it. He kept like out his stuff. Like he'd be like, he be, she'd be making out with him and he kept like going to her feet. She was like, why you keep touching my feet and shit? And then he was like, right before he left, he was like, yo. Can you do me a favor? Can I get butt naked and you pour all your shoes over me? <laughs> like, so it there's a lot of connotations to niggas that like feet that's negative, but it's pretty innocent, man. Yeah, I don't think feet is feet is on a lower end of spectrum of uh, yeah, that's like the that's like a level one fetish. Now you just gotta be secure in yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? She's gonna know you like feet, but now you both win. You supply you, you supply the you Help the economy. Don't you know? suppress your foot fetish, man. Because you're going to end up doing weird shit, like being weird on the internet and asking random people on Instagram for their, their feet pictures on um, in their comments. And that's weird. That's more weird than just buying on OnlyFans. And how nicely your feet got to be for you to like want her feet specifically? Good question. <clears throat> like, you can't just find someone that you don't know and ask them for their feet. No, picture. I do. Listen, I do like a nice feel. Like you, you like. I think women should have very nice feet. Like you try to take care of the feet. Everybody should take try to take care of the feet, right? Yes, you should. Now I don't. I I just can't get into point where you know you want to jerk off to some feet. That's kind of crazy to me. But that's not my fetish. Mm-hmm. So if you wants to jerk off off some white toes, and she what if she has nice feet? And she's got a she's got her OnlyFans apparently. She's got a following. So people lots of people have been jerking off to her white toes. So, you know. I would say, brother, suck it up, ask her. And like, I maybe I don't think she's gonna look at you that crazy. Like she does OnlyFans. You could in a lot of people's eyes, you could look at them crazy. So it's like no judgment. You you sell what you sell on OnlyFans, and I'm trying to purchase something from you. So, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. be straight up with it. Like, bro, that's, this is a kind of like a... Just, like, stop being scared. Stop being insecure. Ask for... And, you know, your- and actually, I think that could be a wave that if you think you like her more than just defeat, you know, you can we can bring it up, like, non, non-nasty. Hopefully, you say non-nasty, like, you know what? I, you know, you and her on a one-on-one conversation on no creep shit. Like, you know what? I like, I like your feet pics. You know, I, you know, I gave you a little money for that. You know, yeah, especially I think, I think she'll enjoy that. You're a custy. Yeah. The fuck? 
Let's do, bro. Ask for the pictures. Next question. This goes. This next question is from um, Alex, and it goes back to your first question, Terry. Mm. Uh, you keep it funky. My boyfriend is really cheap and never spends money on frivolous stuff, but he is sentimental. It's never mm. been a problem, but he asked me to get some mail, and I grabbed the wrong one. And seeing he has fifty-one thousand dollars in his account at twenty-six, is it wrong for me to ask him to spend a little more money on me? From Alex. Now she's getting loved. She, she, 50, 50 bands is cool, but it ain't like that ain't crazy because he's cheap. That's how he got 50 bands. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you listen, at 26, for you to have fifty thousand dollars your bank account is a very good start. Yeah, and obviously, his the way that he's living his life financially got him to that point. But she wants now, to be loved out loud. So you want to be loved out loud. Um, hmm. You asking the wrong guy. I don't even know how to tell you to, to to tell a man to spend more money on you. Like, you gonna leave him for a nigga with no bread? Like, if he don't spend it, like the fact that he got it, um, that's how rich people stay rich. They don't spend their money. Mm. I don't know, man. I really don't know. This is a what do you think? I don't think it's wrong for her to ask for maybe a some. Like, you know, if she wants to ask for like a, a bag or something like that, or, you know, she can ask him. So I don't think it's wrong to ask, you know, closed mouth don't get fed. You know, mm -hmm. she's a little bit more dick. That's always a solution. That's always a solution. So um, obviously you weren't mad at him before. Mm -hmm. You didn't think he had money. And you know what? Finish your point and I got a point. Um, so you gotta, you gotta figure out your love language. Because if you're okay, you know, with what he was doing before, just because they have a little bit, he has a little bit more money, you know, I don't, I think you need to do some internal, um, some internal soul searching on what you want to, what you really want from this man. Because if the, the love was fine before, why does it matter now that he has more money? You just want to be loved out loud so you can post on the ground. And, you know, Terry. That part. And how about this? Women, they, they, Women pop a lot of shit about how they can get niggas to do shit for them. Where is your skill at right now? Yeah. Like, you you got the perfect mark. He got bread. Get the money. It's not for a man to tell a woman how to get something out of a man. I don't know how to get nothing out of a man. Now, if it was a nigga talking about, I got a joint with 50000 I might be able to tell a nigga, like, how to get her to buy you some knives. I don't know. You you. This is the wrong question for this show. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Because women, women talk a lot of shit about how they know how to get what they want out of a nigga. All you gotta yes. do is this. All you gotta do is that. All you gotta do is that. When he wake up, have this for him. When he go to sleep, have this for him. Make sure you rub him, wash his clothes, feed him good, cook it up, steak. Do what you gotta do to get that nigga got the bread. Get it from him. Why are you poor? That's the question you need to ask. Why are you poor? You got 51K and now you want him to spend some of that money? Why are you so poor? What are that man saving? He's doing a good job saving, like you nah, said. it ain't about her being poor. It's like, you, you said, like, I know women, women like gifts. Women like gifts. They but like the man, to feel the love. Man have 51K in account, and now you want some money. Now you want more money. Now you want some of his money. When he was doing all right before. Because it always feels good other people spending their money. It feels good to spend other people's money. Get you some money. Nah, she want to spend his money. 
because she could keep hers and spend his. She's she done she she is getting a net gain. There's no negatives in what she's doing. I'm saying, listen, how about this? You start with the basics. You cook for him, you help him out around the house, you give him sex, the kind of sex he likes. You you uh make sure you look nice, smell nice, everything's up to par, and then just like Chris said. Ask him, show him something, show him an ad like, oh, look at this bag. I really like this bag. Dang, this is really, you know what I'm saying? Simple, straightforward. Now, don't be like, can you get this for me? But do that subliminal shit like, hey, look at this bag. Isn't really nice. I want this. Boom, don't say nothing else about it. Suck his dick real good, fuck him real good. Next morning, be like, damn, I'm still looking at this bag. And plant the fucking shit in his brain. Yep. That's it. I like that. Listen, we're simple, simple creatures. Yeah, man. We pick a nigga pick up hints, I guess. I, I hope niggas pick up hints. If you were a little aware, you know what I'm saying? Like, women don't say nothing for that. Once men learn that women just don't say shit to say it, there's always something in four different thoughts connected to that one thing she said. You know? You'd be all right. I got one last thing before we, you know, uh, we give the, the lady, we let the lady go. Now that you know what this man is making, you better stop. Don't you start pocket watching. Because now mm-hmm. he's gonna know something is up. And you should just put it in your back pocket and forget it at, you know, at a certain point. A nigga don't like somebody watching his pocket, regardless if it's male or female. My bad, so, people. Yeah, male or female, you don't want nobody watching your pockets and you wouldn't want him watching your pockets. Listen. The women out here, first of all, women are the best pocket watchers. They they love to say, I know a nigga with real money. This is how rich niggas move. They, 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 they're supposed to be really good at figuring out who got bread and who don't. Yep. They know that they know that how to find a mark. So you got a mark. Now it's your job to figure well, didn't Cardi B come out with a movie about this shit not too long ago? That, like the strippers scamming niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh hustlers. There you go. If you got a Vic, let's not call your boyfriend a Vic, but if you got somebody that got it, that's half the battle. You found the nigga with money. <laughs> now, make him treat you good. I don't fuck. Oh, shit. Hmm. Shit. Y'all know how to do everything, but then you, she writes a letter down. He has 50000 He doesn't spend money on him. He's cheap. He's cheap? Because he knows how to save money. You want him to open up his wallet a little bit? Open up your mouth a little wider. Put the balls in there, too. <laughs> put the balls in there. Try to put the balls in there, too. We need to find out what her uh, her sex game is like. There you Maybe. go. Who she comparing her sex game to? Are you a bench? Are you a bench player? Are you a starter? That's the real question. Get in the gym. Are you a G-leaguer? Get some are shots you a- up. Are you a, are you a, are you an amateur or are you a pro? Are you fit? So Alex, you know, so Alex work on your game. Don't pocket watch. And you know, nigga, women can't help but pocket watch, bro. I don't even think that's possible. Even women that are getting because, their own. Because not women listen. that are getting so their own. Go ahead. Even women that are getting their own, they 
are watching for niggas that are getting it on their level or higher. They can't help. It's like it's like like it's part of their survival shit, right? Like our we was hunters, we was hunters, and they were gatherers. You know what I'm saying? It's part of what's ingrained into them. The men went out in and got the meat, brought it back to her who was out with the, in the garden, da da da, cooked the food. It's part of the, it's just ingrained in the DNA. Y'all yeah. look for somebody to protect and provide. Men are supposed to protect and provide. You they're supposed to be good at as, at picking out who can protect and provide. Come on, they can't help it. They smell it. Mm, that's money right there. <laughs> and then the pros, and the pros, they do it. They do it without even smelling. They like, oh, his what? That's a Cartier bracelet. Mm. Oh, that's a that's the keys to to a, a S five hundred. I could tell that's S five hundred key. That's not an E class key. Mm. Well, those are pros. You don't you don't get that level without you know playing in the game for at least five years. People like, oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a home key. He doesn't have a fob. He has a he has, he doesn't have fobs. He has, he owns a house. No, you know that level, that level, that level of picking out you know certain things like a cyborg. That's ten years. That's ten years worth of being in the game. <laughs> like a cyborg. <laughs> you know, say like you know uh, Dragon Ball Z with a. Uh, yeah, the scouters. The androids had the thing over their eyes, and they were seeing your your key level. Oh yeah, your power level. Yeah. No, that, that takes ten years in the game to get there. Listen, these they got it. These young, listen, the young ones got it now. You know, now, but I'll say this though: a lot of niggas they know that it's easy to trick them. You spend you spend money on a car, you spend money on the on the on the watch, you spend money on a bracelet, you ain't got no home. You always take her to a hotel. Always, why he always fuck me at a hotel? Because that nigga live, he got roommates. And the roommate is his uncle. <laughs> he always, we always go to the Four Seasons. Yes. Because he don't got a home. It's easier to fuck you for one night for $100. Exactly. And you know what? He got a plug. His homie work at the Four Seasons, so he get the room for half the rate. He take all the bitches there. You know, and guess game. what? Cannot can't, can't hate don't hate the player, hate the game. Game is a game, baby. You was you was you was pocket watching, you was you was thinking you was getting a baller. It's okay, man. Women yeah, are expensive man. though. Women are expensive. Definitely, bro. Come on now. They don't even know, bro. If I I, I just stopped counting, bro. There was I just I was like, listen, let me just stop counting because it's just gonna upset me, like not upset me, but it's just gonna make me think like nigga, I done spent all this money. They two things they don't do. They don't look at the they don't look at the price on the menu, and they don't look at the price on the rack. If they're not those are Chris's words. I didn't say that. I'm just saying they're expensive. <laughs> Period. For you to even entertain a lady who got something about herself, you are coming out of your pocket first day. First day. So that nigga that that nigga that got the fifty k in the bank. He probably coming out of pocket, but she's like, oh, I want more. Maybe. And he's smart. Keep your money, brother. Don't Quick buy question. her that bag. Quick question. What do, you, what do you think the COVID rate, what do you think Atlanta going to do when uh, the NBA All-Star came go to Atlanta? COVID rate about to go up, huh? No matter, yeah. right? The, the penicillin shot's about to go up. <laughs> 
It's gonna hey. be nasty. It's gonna be fucking a lot of fucking. I feel bad, like you know. I think the NBA is gonna have uh, protocols, so they can't be. It's gonna be a baby boom. It's gonna be a baby boom, a little, a little boom, and it's gonna be a STD boom, and it's gonna just be like a lot of drama, because you know, sex, people be getting their feelings, and then it's gonna be a lot of fights, domestic calls from the police. You know what I'm saying? When is it happening? That should happen in March, right? Yeah, it should. It should hopefully warm up a little bit. Ooh. If it's warm in March, then the Atlanta about to be on fire. I just hope everyone. We need to find a way to capitalize on that market. So, what are people going? People going to need like. We need to find a service that we could render during. Bro, we oh. need to do. You, you remember the idea you told me? We're gonna talk off camera though. I don't remember, so you're gonna have to remind me. All right, it's uh, all right. We'll talk later. Yeah, off camera. Um, yeah, I'm good for this week, man. You got anything else to? to nah, man. Everybody, take care of yourself. Pay attention when you drive. You know what I'm saying? Slow down. Yeah, shout out to. That's uh, the biggest know. thing. It's not hard to drive in bad weather. Is that you can't go the speed that you were gonna go when the road is not wet or icy. The road yes. is wet. Slow the fuck down. Yes. Okay. Texas has been going through it, bro. Texas has been going through it right now. Huge car crash. Oh yeah, tech, yeah. I seen I'm, I, my homegirl is Houston. That shit snowed the fuck out. And ice too. Big ass car crashes. Bro, it's been it was so much ice in Richmond, brother. The tree branches were breaking everywhere, bro. Like some shit, it, some shit fell right in front of my car, and some shit fell on the power line right outside here. Like, and that's a heavy ass. Like, if you look at the branch, the shit was thick as hell. Like, you know, it was that much ice on that shit. That shit just couldn't hold. It shit just snapped. Prayers yeah. out to everyone, man. Be safe. It's cold outside. It's winter. Winter advisories everywhere. Drive safe, like Terry said. Drive below the speed limit. Yes. Put your hazards on. You know what I'm saying? If you don't need to drive, don't drive. Stock up beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Liquor store, groceries, all that good shit. Be safe, man. We don't want to lose good people to dumb shit. Yeah, man. Be safe, especially on the roads, man. Yeah, man. So... Like I said, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mother Talks, baby. The safe place for keeping the player where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. Uh, remember, on the path to player them, there are three rules to success. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to the code. And wear your mask, man. We'll see you next week, baby. Peace. Deuces. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs. Mother Talk is a celebration, bitches. Nahaim. I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Looking how I'm chilling, I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks.